The loss of one of TV's most beloved and well-known characters, Chandler Bing, a.k.a. Matthew Perry passed away at age 54 over the weekend. And the impact of this one is one that I think feels really close to so many of us. Welcome back to the show. This is Chelsea on Ched starting a, a little early. We're covering for Courtney Terrio, who is uh, under the weather today. So glad to be here with you for an extended show. Um, but talking about something that is really really tragic. He had just come out with his book, um, Friends, Lovers, and the Big Terrible Thing, just this last year, uh, really opening up about his struggles with addiction and substance abuse and the irony, irony of now him being so forthcoming with that information and then passing away just a few months later um, is one that I think a lot of people are uh, are really, really feeling and, and feeling with a lot of difficulty. So the impact of Matthew Perry um, and his death on Friends, the franchise, such a massive show for so many people, and on celebrity pop culture um, is a really big one to talk about. I'm curious, Chad Nation, was this one that you felt that you felt in your heart? Some celebrity deaths, I mean, they, it seems like it's the loss of someone that we actually know. And this one is 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 a death like that, I think, because so many of us grew up with Chandler Bing uh, appearing week after week on our TV screens and now even still being replayed so much um, on past episodes of Friends, which is... Uh, always on. So how are you feeling about this one? Uh, please let me know. You can send in a text. We're going to have a conversation about the impact of Matthew Perry and this death with our guest, who's a professor of communication arts and sciences at Rosary College of Arts and Sciences, Dominican University, and the author of Friends, A Cultural History, Dr. Jennifer Dunn. Dr. Dunn, thanks so much for making the time. I really appreciate it. Hi, nice. Uh, thank you for having me, Chelsea. It, it, it's so interesting that you have written a book talking about the cultural history of Friends because I don't think that that really overstates it. I mean, we're talking about something that has had a global impact for decades. So talk, if you can, Dr. Dunn, about the cultural impact of Friends as a whole. I mean, this is massive. It's a juggernaut, isn't it? Uh, absolutely. Um, the fact that it lasted for 10 seasons, and this was at a time when television uh, series were typically 22 to 24 episodes per season. Um, so we have hundreds of episodes of this show, and it hasn't been unavailable since it started um, because of scre streaming and other services that we have available now. And so Many of us feel like not only did we grow up with these six characters, but the actors that played them, we hear about their lives all of the time as well. And, and we still are, are aching to have them together. And now we can't ever have that again. And so I think that those connections that people have with the characters and the actors uh, and the show itself having been on for so long and available for so long really makes it feel like it's a part of our lives. Especially, I think, with a character like this where, you know, Matthew Perry had written about the fact that when he read the script for Chandler, he felt as mm -hmm. if this character was designed for him. It, it, it had it had been as if this character was sort of written with his comedic timing and his mannerisms and his humor. Yeah. So it's sort of, I think, confusing to us as fans because we feel so close to mm -hmm. him and, and we can't separate the character versus the person. And so it just feels like this incredible loss, doesn't it? 
sure. From I mean, from a theoretical perspective, we we talk about it as parasocial relationships, where we create these relationships with celebrities or actors or musicians that we don't know personally, but we feel like we do because of the time that we spend with them, not just you know in a fictional world, but when we hear about their real lives. And the more involved we get with that, the, the stronger those bonds can be. And so losing someone like Matthew Perry, who represented so much to so many people, um, means that people are feeling this more deeply than they would with, you know, someone that they didn't have that same kind of connection with. I think, you know, the irony of the fact that he had just released his book, opening about his, opening up, excuse me, about his addiction struggles, and then passed away so shortly after. What do you make of that? Well, I mean, it's the question that everyone wants to ask, right? Um, was it his addiction that, that led to the drowning? And no one can answer that right now, but it's on everyone's mind. And on the news this morning, you know, hearing that, uh, quote, unquote, no drugs were found, but there was prescription medication in the house, it, it just harkens back to the stories that we would hear while Friends was on the air about the waves that he went through with addiction. Um, and yet what appeared on screen was was not impacted greatly um, by that because of the support of the other actors and the production um, behind the scenes. So I think everyone is grappling right now as to whether this was an accident that no one could do anything about or whether it could be attributed to his uh, addiction uh, addictions. And that's just really hard to grapple with, I think. And something that we likely aren't going to find out or or know about, I mean, the ultimate, mm-hmm. the, the toxicology report or the the the, I suppose the, the cause of death is something that we might not discover for quite some time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was also part of the story was that um, the, the cause of death, uh, is, they, they've said it's undetermined and so they won't they won't say that until after the toxicology toxicology results come in. Uh, the coverage that I've seen has been profound and I think in some instances really predatory. I've seen TMZ posting videos of his parents arriving at his house. What do you think that says about how hungry we are for answers here? <laughs> Oh, it, it all comes back to the connection, right? Whenever we don't know what's happening, we want to fill in the blanks. And if we have a connection to someone, it's even more urgent for us to, to do that. And and so um, I, I will also say, uh, yesterday I, I went to Google something, and as soon as Google came up, um, every suggestion on Google was something Matthew Berry related. Uh-huh. And I hadn't even Googled him yet. Um, and so that just goes to tell you that, that everyone's trying to find something to hold on to in this moment that that we don't have all the answers about. So how do you think his death is going to impact the legacy of friends? I mean, as you mentioned, it's still something that's, it's available. It's constantly available. I know there are people Mm -hmm. that just kind of watch the series and then just as soon as it ends, then they just rewatch it again and kind of always have it on in the background. I mean, it's so popular. Will this change our, our appetite for it? What do you think this will do? Well, I think with a lot of celebrity deaths, we'll see an increase in viewership initially, um, and and then it it will calm down. But I think that Matthew Perry's addiction and his difficulties with them have become so public over time that there are those who can point out when he was drinking or when he was doing drugs. Um, because of the size of his body on the show uh-huh. uh, or how he looked at a particular time. He even pointed it out when he was doing press uh, for his latest book. And so I think that 
it still sticks with me that he says that prior to season eight of the show, um, if you asked him about it, he wouldn't be able to respond as to a lot of his experience because he was going through that cycle with with pills and with alcohol. Um, He said that season eight was the first season that he was sober for most of the season and remembers it fondly in that way. And it was also the only season that they won an Emmy for. So that says a lot about their relationship as actors and production behind the scenes that they were able to support him through all of that and that he can count that as as a highlight in the show. I think it would have been very difficult for so many of the cast members to to have that really close relationship with him during all of those years of up and down struggle. So is it true that the cast wasn't as close to him as some of the other members? What do you think this means for, for their unique friendships off screen? Mm. Yeah, and, and keep in mind, I haven't interviewed any of them personally, so this sure. is all from sure. you know uh, secondary research. Um, but most of the research indicated that they all did have very close relationships in in varying capacities over the years. Um, and and I believe it was was uh, I almost said Phoebe, but uh, Lisa Kudrow <laughs> and Jennifer Aniston who both pointed out that at a certain point they realized that they needed to to reach out to him more, and yet there's only so much you can do right. with someone who's suffering from addiction. And so they, they did see it. Um, they didn't always know how to help, um, again, according to, to what they've reported publicly. But those relationships, um, it, they took all forms over the years. And I literally just read an article before I got on with you about how Lisa Kudrow might be adopting his dog. Um, so those relationships will continue um, despite him being gone. The cast has yet to weigh in or or say anything publicly. I think there's a, a, some speculation that maybe a joint statement is going to be how they're going to they're going to address this. What does it say to you that they haven't said anything publicly yet? That they're suffering. <laughs> Um, I, I mean, I didn't know him, and it's still challenging when, you know, my friends and colleagues know that I wrote this book, and they're worried about me, and, mm-hmm. and I'm saying I'm fine. Um, it's good to be able to talk about it with others, um, but those six people were the only six people in the world that experienced what they did as part of that cast, and um that has got to be incredibly difficult at this moment to know that one of them is gone. Um, I do think that it, it would not be surprising if they end up coming out with a joint statement, in part because it would probably be difficult for any one of them to encapsulate that relationship. But I also think it's very consistent with the way that they work together. They they were a team. They negotiated together. They got their salaries bumped up together. They faced these challenges with one another as they were part of the show and so it really wouldn't be surprising if they're suffering at the moment and and waiting for a moment to come together and and share those thoughts with everyone else with so much success juxtaposed with so much suffering dr dunn would you classify his life as ultimately a, a tragic one or a successful one Hmm. Well, when when I emailed a good friend of mine who's also a big Friends fan and asked her if she knew what had happened, um, the first thing she wrote back was about how tough of a life that he had. And I keep repeating that I hope that he's found peace. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if he ever really did 
find that in this life, um, at least not the way that he's communicated with us, especially in recent years with his honesty uh, about the struggles that he's faced. And I don't know if he's ever found that peace in life. Dr. Dunn, thank you so much for, for coming on to talk about this and to share your thoughts and your insight. I really appreciate your time. I hope it can be on a happier topic in the future. Yeah, me too. Me too, of course. Mm -hmm. Take care. Mm -hmm. That's Dr. Jennifer Dunn, a professor of communication arts and sciences at the Rosary College of Arts and Sciences, Dominican University, and author of Friends, A Cultural History, which you can get wherever you find your books. It's it's on Amazon. Um, There is a cultural history, I think, to Friends, and I think the fact that you can write books on it. You can write novels on that. You can write a dissertation on Friends. There's just so much content there because of, I think, the impact that it had on so many people's lives.